Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Rock Wars. The wake-up song and the you bastard sight of the day. Want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. We're off. I'm I'm on. I'm live. No, you are. <laughs> Good morning. There, yeah. Cover it, Brady. Good morning, everybody. I, it's Ming. It's Marcus. That's what we're discovering. He has to play with the mics on uh, Sunday nights, and then somehow or another this one gets shut down. Hi, everybody. It is the morning sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's uh, Brady. There is no Brett today. What? Don't fear. It's not like last time. He's coming back. Where's the body? Yeah, he'll be back. It's okay. He had uh, some contract work over the weekend. Yeah. Went Paint, a little long. Painting some houses. Uh, Big Dick Toledo. This is the morning sickness ready to go. Sort of, I guess. If the room would shape up and act normal. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, yeah, and maybe it's the mo- like Brett's not coming back in. He ended up getting his second uh, Moderna vaccination on Sunday. And I, uh, Sunday morning. And I empathize because I got mine Friday afternoon. I felt fine Friday. Everything was great. Saturday, I uh, went into sort of a an awake, comatose state where it was just no motion, no movement, no nothing. Just tired. Oh, tired like I can't explain. I did one thing Saturday morning, and it was like walking in quicksand. And I got back home. I sat down, and I stayed down the whole time. And then about – I couldn't get up. Like I was getting up. I'm like, oh, I'm going to pass out. I, I'm going to sleep on my feet. Isn't that weird? It's like being out on your feet. It was crazy. And so then uh, – by the nighttime, then I got the chills and the, the fever. Not fever so much. Chills and aches. And I woke up Sunday. I was fine. But I woke up after like 11 hours of the strongest night sleep I've had in ages, which was great. And the worst part about it was Saturday morning when I woke up, I couldn't tell if it was a bad hangover because <laughs> I got drunk Friday or if it was uh, just the Moderna thing. So you try to shake that off. And you're like, I'm just hungover because Friday we got me and my buddy Max – uh, and uh, Toledo was going to go, but Max is so much more fun. So Max took the spot to the Suns game. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought Joey Caliendo And Joey Caliendo okay. took your ticket. Technically, Joey took your ticket. I offered it up to Frank when Brett and Brady couldn't go, and then he said he wouldn't go. He said yes, and then so I kind of arranged. I'm like, all right, that's fine. Then he said yes, and then couldn't go without Joey, his son. So I'm like, oh, for God's sakes, all right. And I already felt bad because I already asked Max. So I told Toledo, I'm like, you took too long to respond, even though you said yes. I had to double ask. And just Anyway, you, you, missed a, you missed a decent night. Here's how it went, Brady. Friday night, go to the game, right? I got my pal Max with me. Max uh, Power is his name. That's right. And we go there. Uh, we meet up with Frank and his son. Uh, tickets were courtesy of a dude named Dean, who was phenomenal. Uh, Kevin Ray, the Suns announcer, uh, he's, he works for the Suns. Met a couple of really great people with the Suns. 
So we get in a suite. I didn't know we were going to get that, so we get the suite. So we get up in there. Uh, we're hanging around. Right off the bat, we wander into our suite, uh, and there's some other people in there, a couple other people. Frank knows the guy that's in there. He works for the Cardinals somehow. Super people. Amazing, nice, good people. One of the people in there was like an 18-year-old kid, and he's got uh, – I don't know what that is. like the thing – Rain Man's got. He can tell you the date of your like a day of your birth. Oh, he's savant, savant. Yeah, he's got savant, but I think it's autism. I don't know what that is. So he's. It's on the spectrum. Oh, it's on the spectrum, all right. So he's in there and he's in. He's like, "When's your birthday?" And he's kind of a big kid. And I said, uh, "July twenty sixth, nineteen seventy two And he goes, "You Wednesday." And he looks at uh, Max. He goes, "When's your birthday?" And he said, "June twenty eighth, uh, nineteen ninety one." He goes, uh, "Sunday." And Max and I are like, "Yeah, but uh, like." I could have done that. I've got the internet now. So we realized that <laughs> the, like Savant's cool thing. They'll never go on talk shows anymore because of the internet. Right. That's like the one thing the internet's destroyed is our imp- like being impressed with Savant. Right. Right. Rain Man would have never been a movie if the internet was around when they decided to. Yeah, but everybody can do that. Like everybody can. How many, you know. Unless he challenges the internet in speed. He wouldn't. Like well, you, he's they, like, he, all right, let's see. Because, I mean, it took him a second. I'm like, yeah. What day was July 26, 1972? Asking my phone. Boom, Wednesday. I've already got it. I, it was faster. It was if My phone. You is, didn't say it right. Uh, Wednesday. What's yeah. up, birthday? And so he goes down the list. And then he asked uh, Joey where he goes to high school. And Joey goes to Corona del Sol. So he asked Joey that. Oh, that's lit. Awesome. I was just thinking about a guy from Corona. Then he leaves. And we're like, this, at the very least, is going to be an entertaining evening. So we're kind of. Goof around with that. And, and the better – here's the crazy part about autism or whatever this was, is it's, it's a better way to think. It is logical black and white thinking. It is one oh. way or it is the other way. There is no nuance. There is no subtleties. There's nothing. So he turns to Max and goes, how did you two meet? And I said, oh, we've been dating for six years. He goes, no. <laughs> I'm like, what? He goes, your boys. How did you meet? And I said, uh, well, we started dating six years ago. Max was a bartender I met. And he no. goes, no, you're both boys. <laughs> it's like there is none of what you're oh, saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Girls are with he boys knows. and that's it. And I'm like, wow, he's Republican. Like, two. this is hilarious. So he starts going and uh, we talk about things. And then he's got this. He's looking on his phone, and it is a series of the hottest girls you've ever seen on Instagram. And he is scrubbing through this thing. Like, and I'm like, my God. That I'm like, and they're not Instagram models or anything. And I'm like, what are we looking at? And he goes, this girl goes to Desert Vista. This girl goes to Shadow Mountain. And I'm like, wait a minute, they're just random high school girls around the he's valley. Running game on he's everyone? running game on all. Of them. Awesome. He's got all. Of them. He's like, look at this. Look at him. Like, I can't. I don't think I'm allowed to look at any of what you're showing me because. And they're all in like UCLA gear, I'm like that is smoking hot, kid. You're doing great. And uh, he goes, she's 18, and the guy she sees is 17. And I said, "Well, that's illegal." And it's like, "How come?" And he's like, that's illegal. You got to be, uh, you got, you know, that's statutory rape. And right then, when his dad hears that, he goes, "How's things going over there, guys?" Because <laughs> he got some fifty-year-old man talking statutory rape with a What's with a boy on the spectrum. Little creepy. There's a boy on the spectrum, and he's like, "Well, that's statutory rape." But I'm up if you're up. And all the dad hears is, "Well, it's called statutory rape." Are you interested? <laughs> he didn't hear our our earlier conversation. So he goes, we're good, Dad, just talking about life. And I'm like, yeah, just his phone. Never mind. So then we're talking and stuff. And in the middle of and, – and, oh, and, I, and they said uh, the statutory rape. And he goes, she's 18, he's 17. And I said, I understand that. That's where – like one's technically an adult, one's technically juvenile. Yeah, but she's a girl. Like, yeah, and he's a boy. 
Like, right. She's 18. He's 17. I'm like, right. The law is like the 18. Yeah, yeah, but she's a girl. And I'm like, man, you know what? You see it so clearly that this may be what better. What is the problem? Like, your way might be. Yeah, but she's a girl. I mean, he has to. You're not getting it, man. And then so in the middle, and then we start, and we're all dying laughing. So he asked for our phone number. And I've never had someone ask for my phone number with this. He said, hey, what's your whole name? And I told him, and he goes, what's your phone number? And Joey and Max had already given their phone numbers to him because they couldn't escape the corner of like, like he asked for our phone numbers. What did, I didn't know what to do. And then I said, why do you need my phone number? What, what is that for? And he goes, in case I have any questions about anything ever. Well, that's fairly broad. Right. That's fairly broad reason for a phone number. Is there a time limit? Like, are there hours? Yeah. Uh, well, no. I think it's just any time ever he has hits a him. question about any topic. You ever. have to answer. He, he wants to talk to me, and uh, and I. So I said, well, sure, I'll do. I have six zero two five eight five ninety eight hundred. That's any time you need a question <laughs> answered. That's where you call. And so I give it to him, and then he started to ask me a question, and I started to answer it, and then he, he like lost interest. And I'm like, I've lost him. I've, I've lost the audience. This It's gone. That and then he, quick. And he looks at me in the middle of my sentence. He goes, hey, what's that? I'm like, what? And he goes, that. And he points to this. I have a mole under my eyebrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's noticeable. It's not a huge thing. But it's a mole under my eyebrow. He goes, that. But it's a distraction. And I'm like, oh, it's a, I think the, I said, this? It's a mole under my eyebrow. And he goes, ugh. And I'm like, are we are we pointing out flaws right now? Are we going to go because Cause every five words you start pacing like there's a like an animal in a cage? Like, and I looked at Max, and Max is dying. It's like he just he just made you insecure about your looks. Like that, well, like I wasn't coming in with a whole lot of security, and now I'm worried about. I got I'm putting compound W on this thing all weekend long, trying to burn off part of my face. Can the, you do that? Because Rain Man should that be Because Rain Man didn't like it. I don't know, but it's I, it won't go away, and now it's all soft. But it was the most amazing. Someone to scoop that out. Yeah. So then, end of the night, we're already drinking. Had a great time watching the Suns just wallop the Knicks. They ended up losing last night, but great time. Leave, uh, grab Kevin Ray from the Suns, and we head over to Copper Blues for a for a pop. I thought Callen was down there, so I was going to meet Brian for a drink, but he's up at Desert Ridge, so we're that's all confused. Where are you, man? He's like, I'm standing outside waiting, Johnny. Where are you? I'm I'm, I'm right here. I'm outside the club. Wow, you must be blending, blending, blending. I'm like, nope. So he's up at Desert Ridge. Anyway, so I go inside. Kevin and I, are, we're all talking. We're all hanging out. And this girl comes up and just leans on Kevin's back. And K. Ray is a specimen. He's like a little uh, action figure. And he's like just rock hard. He's in his, his suit that looks like he like drew it on his body. It's just tight as a drum. And we're talking and stuff, and she leans up on him, two cans just on top of him. I shouldn't say it was Kevin Ray. I'll say it was a son's announcer. It was either Kevin or Al McCoy. <laughs> My money's on Al. Uh, it would have been better if it was Al McCoy. I'll tell you why. This girl leans up on Kevin, so I start talking to Max. And Kevin has little to no interest in this woman, but she is putting an imprint of her breasts on his back. And I mean like, like with some weight. Not because she's fat, but she was just pushing into him. And Kevin turns and says, uh, you know, how are you? And she goes, how are you guys doing? I just flew here from Colorado Springs for 33 bucks with my boyfriend. I was like, wow. It's a, what an opening wow. moment. Like, hi, I'm poor. <laughs> you got a good deal. <laughs> yeah, a $33 ticket in just to see some comedy. And it was Andrew Schultz. Oh, and by the way, I was in the best year ever, 2019, at Copper Blues. It's 2019 in Copper Blues. You want to go into a time machine? Go there. It was awesome. No masks. Nobody cares. Packed house. Awesome. We, we're over this. Good band? Uh, yeah, band was good. Don't know who they were. Doesn't matter. Didn't matter. Having fun playing on. Max and I are talking, and I hear, uh, you know, as a good wingman will, 
listening to my boy talk to the girl, I hear, he's my lover. We've been together for quite a while. I'm like, he's in trouble. He's playing gay. He needs me. So I turn, and she goes, is that right? Now, Max, my friend, looks just like Justin Timberlake, like <laughs> almost exactly. So uh, lean up, and she goes, so are you trying to get these all three, all, all three in? And uh, Kevin goes, well, if that's what we could do, we're going to try to do that. And he's trying to say that this, we're working Max into the party. And she goes, well, tell me then, as a guy, like, what do you guys like most? And I'm like, grip, thick, just grip it, like squeeze the life out of it and just work the top. So I, now I'm performing uh, fake fellatio <laughs> on Sons Announcer. God, I wish it was Al McCoy, Kevin Ray. And uh, just pretending and then doing hand motions of what she can do better. And then she's doing it and I'm doing it. We're all, we're all pantomime uh, uh, jerking Sons Announcer, Al McCoy, Kevin Ray. So uh, just dying, laughing like inside, but like, she's buying into it. And she goes, what about him? What about Timberlake? So we're going. And then in the middle of all this, she gets like a bag of clothes stuffed in her hands, a purse. And a guy goes, here's your sh- – you're out of here. At the boyfriend club? boyfriend was like right – like watching this whole thing for like five minutes. Terminated. We're, we're giving Kevin Ray a hand job. <laughs> And we're like, well, the good news is it's only $33 return flight. You should be able to make this. <laughs> and she stood there with her stuff and this big smile like, oh, my God, do you believe that? And we're all, yeah, we kind of do. We kind of yeah. believe everything that guy just did. You just spent a good 10, 15 minutes with us doing fake hand jobs on Sons Announcer Al McCoy. Uh, <laughs> and your boyfriend was in the room watching the entire time. Well, we came together. So he's from Colorado Springs, doesn't know anybody. She leaves to go see tightly clad Kevin Ray. To go chat with him for a little while and his gay lover, me, and I think this might be the goofiest night of my life. It was just strange. So then they break up right in front of us, right next to us. She's got her clothes, and we're like, we've got to go before she says, I need a place to stay. Yep. Because <laughs> this, now she's going to be a clinger. So we ran out of there, died laughing, get ourselves home. I wake up with the Moderna hangover, and that was what made it worse. I thought for sure. Sunday or Saturday was just like, oh, I just got a bad hangover. Yeah. But it didn't. It lasted until Sunday at 10 a.m. Brutal. But I got through the first day thinking I'm going to be great. I'm getting texts from Larry because he got it at the same time as me. How was Larry? I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm like, well. Couldn't even get the drone up. I even said, cancel your plans. And, well, that's just silly to say to Larry. <laughs> so he was at home the whole time. But, yeah, the Moderna thing took Brett down yesterday. So he's out. And I understand that completely. Uh, but it was it was a weird night. I had an autistic make me feel terrible. I watched a woman break up because of Sons announcer Al McCoy or Kevin Ray, whoever I was hanging out with. <laughs> I sat there and I told Kevin, I'm like, I wish to God I'd have been friends with Al McCoy instead because Oh that as a kid growing <laughs> up in, been staying look, as, a, as a kid growing up with in Phoenix, Al was the legendary voice of the Phoenix Suns. If I could have had one moment where in a bar I'm getting drunk with him and doing fake blowjobs on Al McCoy, I think that would have been <laughs> I don't think anybody's got that story, but I got it with the new Suns, Voice of the Suns. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. <laughs> it would have even been better if it was Anne Drysdale, if I could have gotten her in on the mix. <laughs> Done a couple of pantomime BJs with Anne. 
we got to go. I'm like, I'm sure we, have, we absolutely do. <laughs> and you should have brought your autistic friend. If he was 21. Yeah. That, oh. oh, God. <laughs> if he could have been there. <laughs> oh. Explaining the blowjob. Oh. Everyone's birthday. I <laughs> would have known birthday. I mean, again, $33 flights. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> savants. Internet wins. Like, you'll never be on another talk show again. Amazing people with your knowledge of dates and times. I, I asked the phone. I'm like, your, your special gift from God? <laughs> it's pointless now. I got Apple. And then I did have a woke moment at the game because I went in to see how they're doing the broadcast, which is fascinating because it's COVID everything. They're up in a suite. They're away from the game. They've got these plexiglass things between everybody in there. The produ- and, but, but they'll step out of the plexiglass to have little talks. So it's like, it's crazy. Like, he's like, this is so for show. Yeah, our buddy Vince Murata, who's the in-stadium announcer, has talked about all the testing <laughs> yeah, it's he's ridiculous. had to go through. Well, he sits by himself. These yeah. guys sit in a, in a suite, and they stick these giant... And normally plastic- it would be courtside, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it has to be, right? So, But now they're up in the suite. But when they get up to talk to you, they go to this common area, and they're all in it anyway. It's, it's, like the, it's so stupid, but yeah. it's just for cameras. So anyway, uh, we're in there. And uh, I meet the guys that are in the thing, and the one guy, I said, I know you. And he goes, I worked with the Diamondbacks. And I'm like, oh, all right, with uh, Brenneman. And he's like, yeah, it was a long time ago. And he goes, you still talk to him? And I said, uh, Brady does. I said, I've had a chat or two with him, but, you know, since he went nuts. Hmm. And then uh, so then he did the Brenneman impression a little bit formally. Like, you know, guys, the mics could still be on. We have to be careful. We can't say the word around here anymore. And, I, and, I, and everybody starts laughing. We leave, and Frank goes, you got everybody in there canceled. And I'm like, what? And he goes, they're done. He goes, did you see their faces? And I'm like, no, why? And he goes, oh, I can't believe you did that. And I'm like, oh, was it bad? And he goes, you can't do that anymore. I'm like, I can't? He goes, you said the, the F or the thing. And I'm like, yeah, so that's what, that's what Tom said, and that's why it's funny. Yeah, that's just bad. It's the most uncomfortable Everybody I've ever been. Everybody in there canceled. And I'm like, really? <laughs> so I text Carrie, and I'm like, is that cool? Are we good? Because I thought it was funny. Everybody was laughing. He goes, everybody's fine. I'm like, Frank's worried that we're all in trouble. <laughs> it's like, no. It was, it was, and, and you know what? It Did they ask Frank to dance at all? No, it weighed on me for a few minutes. Like, if I, I was like 10 minutes. I'm like, geez, did I just... Yeah, you got to think about. It. But it was that's what that's the only way that that's funny. The only way Tom Brennan impression is funny is if you throw in the thing at the end. Everything's fine, and then he goes, "All right, we'll see you later." And then everybody, ah, <laughs> breakdown of hilarity. <laughs> like, oh my god, he went there. He did it. That was the joke. Can't believe it, Papa John. And I know nobody in there was going to get too offended because Ann Drysdale is Don Drysdale's wife. So I know, you know, it's not like I'm. Yeah, it's not like. The WNBA was up there. I'm not going to – I know my audience. They're thinking, oh, my God. And Frank was scared to death. Like, oh, you're going to get us – we're done. We'll never come back here again. I'm like, really? What's it that – oh, just everybody in there was just scared to now death. Now I'm associated with you. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's thinking. He's like, I got you now. And I'm like, I, I can't believe you did that. And I'm like oh. – and then he's – and Joey, his son, is laughing. Everybody's laughing. I'm like, Frank was worried. It was great. It was great. And on top of that, then I got to go back to the – Sweet, and the and then we're looking on our phones because it was halftime, and that's when we all noticed the Snow White uh, kiss issue. Oh yeah, have you seen? That? We've lost it. We've lost the plot to the point where I'm not even sure tomorrow matters. But if you, if you haven't paid attention, they're changing one of the things at Disneyland uh, because uh, people are upset that Prince Charming uh, kissed Snow White without her consent. Here I am talking statutory rape with a kid a on the spectrum. Right. Before you say people, 
It doesn't a, matter, Brady. A person. A person has caused it to yeah. where Disneyland's like, you know what, we'll make some changes. So that's all it takes. Yeah, you're right. It's a, a singular. Yeah. And they are they were and the reason why is the lady who wrote the article is like I had a very uncomfortable explanation to my son because I teach him that kind of stuff and he asked me on the ride at Disneyland, wait a minute. He didn't ask her if he can kiss her. Because that's what she's teaching her fatherless son. No offense, Toledo. Her fatherless son. You always ask a woman. So he's going to have no game at all. May I kiss you, please, madam? No. Thank you much, kindly. Sometimes you just got to read the vibe and have so one of them any sexy any of the times kisses. where the guy uh, goes for the kiss? All those movies that were zero consent. With? Yeah. There's every That's movie. Be out. Out. Every movie ever made. That part, is, of, part of the no background of Snow White is yeah. he, he knew that he had to kiss he had her to magic. wake her up. Well, he knew that if he kissed her, he would, he, the whole beauty of it yeah. is is that they were matched. Like she was asleep waiting for her Prince Charming. But that's bad too because that's a that's woman. It's not like he went down a line of sleeping is sleep, women. Is it Sleeping Beauty or, or Snow White or whatever it is, whichever one they gave the poison apple. He cured her. Yeah. But uh, the bottom line is now they're saying that those stories are bad because it teaches. It's it's both. Pretty it teaches girls. Question. Yeah. It teaches girls that uh, they might as well just go to sleep until some guy comes along. That's good for them. <laughs> they're yeah. useless until the guy shows yeah. up. And or, actually, it teaches him, don't go to sleep because no one's going to kiss you. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's <laughs> Stay up all night or you'll never get you laid. You out. Yeah, You're out. It's basically it's like, look, go to sleep. This is your use here until some guy comes and finds you useful. He'll wake you. <laughs> we'll wake you when we need you is basically what the message is to all women. <laughs> How many movies have there been, the, oh, the kisses, and they've come back to life? A gazillion. Don't leave the me. kiss. Frozen. Uh, the, Although that one the was the kiss, kiss right? The, well, that was the, yeah, the, the true love kiss, which was heralded. Right. But yeah, if that's that's all princess movies. It's all those fairy tales. The kiss that saves the day. It's the, the kiss of true love. It's everybody's dream to have their, their soulmate, their true love, kiss them. And then five years later, uh, they're kissing their lawyer saying, thanks for not killing me on this thing. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But now they have to change rides and the... It's an uncomfortable ride. For who is it uncomfortable? If you're uncomfortable, here's an idea. Get a vice grip, grab hold of your butthole and twist and loosen up a little bit. You're so uptight. If that bothers you or you think that that's going to cause your son to start raping women. It's the culture of the society. Yeah, the fun. It's called fun, you hag. Hold it's on. It's a fun day. Welcome to eggshell yeah. land. Yeah, I try to kiss a girl. If she doesn't like it, she's the capability of saying no. If at that point I continue, we got a problem. Then we have the problem. Yeah. Hold on, Holmberg. Yeah. I thought the original storyline was she woke up because she's pregnant. It's not Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> I got you lucky I'm not your Prince Charming because I show up and make you pregnant. <clears throat> oh, she's incapacitated. She's a good date. Come on, guys. Let's be real. We all know he ain't going to need consent because he ain't going to be kissing girls. <laughs> the boy that's with that yeah. mom. Yeah, that's true. He won't need consent. He's going to have to get consent for a bunch of other things. He's gonna, what you need to teach your son is safe words because he's going to be in the mix of some st- – it's ridiculous how stupid we've gotten. The fact that it's a news story, the fact that Disney caved, the f- it's just, we've lost it all. So John- you're right, Brady. How many movies where a guy just says, that's enough of that, and kisses a woman who's like, didn't want it? Not even like she was incapacitated. She's like, no, no. And then she kisses, and all of a sudden they're in an embrace. Every episode of the show, Dynasty, you'd oh uh, my God, a woman yeah. would the, slap the, a guy. The fighting. They'd fight and be like, I can't stand you. Then it's cheers. 
passion. When Sam and Diane had their first big kiss, it's a classic television moment. Smacking each other left and right. And then uh, says, are you as turned on as I am? She goes, more. And then they start making out. It's like it was a violent display of man hitting a woman and then making out with her. The good old days. <laughs> you guys called it already. That kid's already down the path of the rainbow. Well, and fine. but you, And trust me, <laughs> you don't need consent in that area. I've been to Troy and Mike's pool parties. It's <laughs> it, by, Just by walking through the door. Get the kissing. You, you gave the thumbs up emoji. Oh, kissing? This is a, <laughs> that's dirty. This is a great thought about consent, John. I guess uh, you know already that that famous World War II picture of the soldier yeah. oh, kissing yeah. the girl in Times Square has also been at an issue. Yeah, which is, is one of the most beautiful pictures iconic. of freedom and icon and Americana ever. That's how you greet your sister when you've been at yeah. war. <laughs> that's exactly. Yeah, he didn't know. Uh, it's just terrible. Like, yeah, yeah, the kiss. The, I'm looking for a special kiss. There's movie after movie about kissing, and we got to cancel them all, evidently, because that lady doesn't know how to explain to her twink son that sleeping girls aren't on the menu. <laughs> That's all it is. Just like, look, it's a fa- and I've said it for years. I think fairy tales have set a terrible standard for girls. <laughs> oh yeah, completely yep. terrible. I've always thought that it, it gives them, and not because of you know your, sh- your rape. foot's too fat. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it sends this uh, unrealistic expectation. Oh of, yeah, they got to get rid of that of like uh, beauty and all that other stuff. And plus, it it sets the bar to be like the guy you meet that's for you is like you. There's always a prince charming waiting for you, and it sets their standards to a level like. Life will just be a disappointment when Prince Charming starts scratching his balls and farts on you once. That's not in there. Fairy tales are dangerous, but not for the reasons they're making them dangerous now. I gave you, and that's like saying you can't, like if you're, you know, you're with a girl and she's sick or something, and you're taking care of her a little bit, and you've never kissed her, she's a friend, you just lean down, give her a kiss on the cheek, you're like, I hope you're doing all right. <gasps> Rapist. Like, there's, what's the point? It's a gateway. Way to sex. <laughs> Said it a million times. If I was a guy right now, uh, starting into my teen years or whatever, I'm thinking, you know what? Gay's better. They're less uptight. They're not yelling at me constantly. There's less legal action for everything right. I try to do. You don't yeah, have- I, don't, I don't need a lawyer for every date with a guy because he's as into it as I am, I think. And even if we don't like each other, I think we're going to do it. With a girl, it's like, look, if I kiss you and you don't expect it without asking all these questions and killing the moments, then you're no fun. This is no fun. All I wanted to do was have a nice night, have some fun. And everything's a goddamn tragedy. Everything's a climb this mountain, climb that mountain, and do it right or else. It's like, and ah, when you get to the top of that mountain, oh, gonna, here, yeah, I'm going to yeah, knock you yeah, off yeah, again. Here's another side of it you're going to fall off of. Yeah, It's no fun. you got to get consent. Imagine that. He didn't get her consent. The whole fairy tale changes. What, what, that lady. Go get, your, go get yourself a ring on that finger by being a whole lot less uptight. She had a ride at Disneyland, and she was upset at the kiss without consent. Why were you at Disneyland? That's all that place stands for. Every single Prince one of the Charming stories. at every door. Every door is making out with chicks that may or may not have wanted it. Just trying to go viral. I'm so tired of that, That's too. That's true, too. There's that. And then that, I don't know. The whole, the whole weekend, every time I flip, we flip the phone, and we're looking, we're like, really? I'm sitting there worried that I said the homo F word in front of a bunch of dudes at a sporting event. And now I'm like, am I? Are we all going to lose our jobs now? Because I've said it, I've said it a million times, and I'm making jokes about a guy who got in trouble for it. That was the funny part. There's no nuance. There's no funny in that. So I had to check back. My friend yesterday, I chatted with my buddy Jim, and uh, he she goes, "Did you see this?" And he shows me his phone, and it's the thing that says Auschwitz has to change their brochures. 
Just to, to not oh, say yeah. fun for family the whole fun family. park. Yeah, it was TripAdvisor. Fun, fun for the whole family. TripAdvisor. Trip yeah. Fun for the whole family. Their recommendation. Right. And I'm dying laughing. And he goes, you know, you're about one of two people I trust to show this to. And I'm like, we got to get out of that mentality completely. Like if you show – it's a friend bear. If like I show this to you and you're like, oh, um, I'm uncomfortable and I'm going to talk to your management. Well, you know yeah. what the last thing's going to happen? Massive physical beatdown of you, you uptight pile of garbage. Yep. Let alone some of the, you know, like the sharing memes of uh, Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I shared that to a couple the people. The one of John Bonet? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Pretty great. Whoa. Hilarious. I'm not, I'm not afraid <laughs> of saying any of them. I'm blank space. Oh, oh uh, yeah, the Happy Mother's Day of John Bonet. It's a picture of John Bonet. Right, Happy Mother's Day. And Brady sent one of Casey Anthony and her daughter. That one's better. Hilarious. Dying. Well, actually, I sent, did I, sent, I sent that, that one. one. Yeah, I got yeah. confused. I sent a lot of them because my friend... Colin then sent one over of Scott Peterson with Lacey and said, Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> and we were, I was dying. Like, they're funny because they're terrible. That's the point of comedy is to take the darkest moments and make funny out of it. Because tragedy plus time equals comedy. Not anymore. And if you're uptight about it, sorry. You get over it. Exactly. Because I'm not running around. Stop making us adapt to yeah. you. So you uh, support a murderer? And it's like, yeah, in a, in a weird way I do. Yes. For comedy, I do support murder. You know how we support murder constantly? Uh, there are like 10 channels on that are all dedicated to murdering stuff. And yep. we, don't, we don't bat an eye at it. That's, talk about support murder. Uh, you turn it on and like Tide and uh, you know car commercials and everything, they support murder too because it's advertising. They love it because the ratings are great. Same so. person laughed at all our OJ jokes. I don't even – yeah, exactly. After Speaking so many of, years, they get songs uh, about themselves, like Lizzie Borden. Or, right, you know, yeah. You poems. give it enough time, people will put them into culture later in other artistic ways. Did you uh, hear so Elon Musk's uh, OJ joke on SNL? Pretty good. That was that the was only time solid. I laughed through the whole show. <laughs> we'll talk to Elon, or about Elon, in a minute, because the Saturday Night Live thing was worldwide viral insanity. Yeah. And that's why I, what my friend Colin made a great- Packed in my wallet. Yeah. Huh? You did, yeah, huh? killed your Dogecoin, because you're dumb enough yeah. to own that one. <laughs> Uh, it's, he's trying though. He's trying to boost the thing that doesn't exist. But hey, money's real. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, give us a wake up song. Toledo will take care of it since Brett's not here. Five eight five nine eight hundred or throw it up on Facebook. That seems to be the easier That's way. Where it's at. Yeah, and throw it up there and get yourself a wake up song. We'll start this Monday off right. It's ninety eight KUP. Wake up. Big red badass. What? What did you just say? Badass. Ninety eight KUPD.